0: so We're going to talk today about reckless positivity, the current reality, choosing your steps. I think that there's a lot of important conversations to have around this and I would love to offer a little bit more insight, a little bit more support for yourself uh, in ways that you might think about this current situation and maybe you'll give me some feedback on how I'm thinking about the current situation. Firstly, I want to just say a massive... Thank you to everyone who's given us a shot with Real Movement. Uh, we've had the 10, capital X, 10 deal going uh, for the last four or five days. And we've you know had a huge influx of people coming in to check out what Real Movement is about. It's $10 for 10 days. And that gives people the chance to see if what we offer is what they really want. And they can go on from there at $100 a month. Uh, that's our offer to the world uh, we want to create world-leading coaches. We believe that the education that you receive for that hundred dollars a month is, you know, better than anything you're ever going to get. Uh, better than anything you can get in the world of strength, personal development, you know, financial development. I don't think there's anything out there like this. You know, no one with the background of the you know NRL success and results that I've had, but then also all the other coaches uh, across the community. Um, together we create an amazing package that there's just nothing like it out there And we really care We're really putting effort into getting to know every one of our members And having them connect to each other And having that turn into uh, momentum on social media Having that turn into income Having that turn into service you know, So our outcomes for, for these people are impact, income and performance We want you to have more positive impact on the world We want you to increase your income We speak about that coming from a lot of different angles we talk about investing. We talk about uh, precious metals. We talk about cryptocurrencies. We talk about the property market. Uh, we're not giving you advice, but we are sharing, you know, what we're doing and uh, offering things to look at, things to consider, resources to go through, books to read. Um, so this is much, much bigger than strength and conditioning, and uh, you know that's the way it has to be because that's the challenge that we live in today. To be a great strength and conditioning coach right now is a huge risk because, you, you know, you really need to know economy. You really need to know what you're doing uh, with yourself. You need to have other skills. You need to be able to use social media. You need to be able to get your voice out there. You need to be able to, you know, package up your education your programming and get it out to the world. So that's what we're offering with Real Movement at the moment. Is you know basically an all-encompassing holistic package. There's you know there's fat loss um, plans in there and courses about how to you know take people through that from a completely different perspective to the dominant paradigms of our time. There's a there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there from a lot of different educators. So. Uh, I'm super excited for the people who've taken that opportunity. I know I've had a lot of feedback already of, wow, I wasn't expecting there to be this much. I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Um, so that's good feedback to get. Obviously, you know, every day it's getting better. We're working hard. There's new courses coming online all the time. We're adding to our staff. Uh, I'm very, very excited for what we're doing. And I do believe it's time for a real solution to emerge Uh, for for coaches. You know, there is no real solution. There's a lot of people who are selling get rich quick that I'll help you do your business side of things. Um, But very few of those people have actually had any real world success uh, as a performance coach, you know, with top level athletes, um, with helping facilities produce world class results. So uh, I believe it's dishonest to just go chasing money without really honing your craft, without knowing you know, the area of work that you're in, you know, inside out. So super excited for that. Today, there's a thing going on at the moment, which apparently is related to health, right? So I just wanted to consider some of the numbers that have been thrown around, some of the possibilities right now. So they're saying there's 30-something deaths in Australia so far um, from this thing that's going around. At the same time, we're having about eight suicides a day is the kind of normal rate in Australia. I dare say that that number will be increased, unfortunately, during this time. And we know that as economic uh, circumstances get tougher, life expectancy decreases, that those numbers are pretty clear. If you look at the work of uh, Mike Maloney, someone who I've been watching quite a lot of lately, you can see that stuff being graphed out So as economic prosperity decreases, poverty it it causes decreased life expectancy, right? So we're having eight deaths a day from from uh, suicide. That's a normal. That's you know where things lie. Even with massive economic prosperity, with you know the share market and the property market and everything in in massive bubbles, um, and people just thinking this was going to go on forever. That was the circumstance at that time. So in one month if you do the maths, that's 240 deaths in a month, right? So they're saying there's 30 so far from this thing and and there's 240 every month from suicide. And you might look at that and you might say, well, that doesn't really, you know, those people are doing it to themselves versus, you know, choosing to, you know, it's not being chosen for the people who are um, dying from this other infectious thing that we're talking about at the moment. The reality is, though, that people have made choices that lead to that. And some of the statistics are saying that 99% of those who are actually dying from um, from the virus uh, already have health conditions, right? So it's not healthy people that are dying, and health is a choice. Um, it could be definitely misinformation, and certainly the system that we live in right now isn't designed for optimal health, Um but the reality is that people have chosen to live in the way that they're living and their immune systems are subject to that. So mostly these, you know, flu season, it goes with the weather. So in Australia right now, the weather's still really good. And so just staying inside and getting into winter is, is going to present a risk. And then, you know, who knows what's actually going on. But There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of madness. If we really wanted to, you know, the conversation apparently is that we need to worry about people's health. We're concerned about old people uh, and people with existing health conditions, um, you know, contracting this thing and dying. That's that's the story. 240 people die a month from suicide. So far, 30-something have died in Australia. And as a consequence of those 30... The whole country is shut down. The economy is shut down, right? So it's, it's basically impossible to justify, even if you extrapolate out the numbers, the worst cases in the worst and the global numbers and everything. If you just look at preventable disease, if you look at cardiovascular disease, cancer, etc. like where is the case for health in, in any of this? Um, we're being told to stay inside. The worst thing you can do is stay inside. If you need to isolate, that's, that's a separate thing, People need to get outside. They need to be in the sun. They need to be getting fresh air, and that was a solution. You know that has been used in the past for these kinds of things. It's definitely part of part of the solution. But the, you know, experts listening to Greg Braden uh, on uh, London Real, talking about you know basically there's there would be no need for a vaccine for the large majority of the population who are, you know, relatively healthy, um, and that's you know loosely used most people aren't really paying much attention to their health. If we were really concerned about this thing, then we would be doing something to educate people and help them to move away from sugar addiction because it's clear that diabetics are at more risk. You can see articles in the newspaper saying for diabetics, they need to make sure they're on point with their you know balancing their sugar against their injections which is already done wrong if you look at the work of uh, Dr Bernstein's diabetes solution you know he's a world class uh, doctor published um, that book is is has gone you know massively around the world if you look at the work of Dr Kraft a German doctor you can find some of his work on on YouTube i think he you know he passed away now but uh, if you want to understand diabetes, you know that we're, we're treating that wrong as well. And that is having massive, massive negative impact on the immune system of those diabetics. According to those world-leading doctors, you know, who am I to say anything, but there's world-leading doctors who are saying that we're completely shitting the bed on how we're, we're looking after that sort of stuff. And there's, you know, there's hundreds of doctors who have that opinion and God forbid anyone other than a doctor, you know, read the research and actually have an experience and measure their blood sugar and see what the, their immune system does in this world of uh, authoritarian academic uh, bullshit that we live in right now. But yeah, there's there's plenty of medical research out there and doctors who are saying that, you know, what needs to be done to improve the immune system, that stuff isn't front and center. So this cannot be about health because all the the right information is being denied the wrong information is is being pushed really hard, and it's happening in the face of all those other deaths that are going to happen. If someone dies from any cause and they swab them for COVID nineteen, they may well have that. It's it's very very grey about what is actually causing these you know these people to pass away. If they're saying ninety nine percent of people actually have a uh, pre existing or other health conditions, then what the hell are we talking about, and why are we all um, you know being jailed in our own homes and and how long will we accept that when there is no justification for it without actually coming up with some decent data and coming clean about what's actually going on who's actually dying what the figures are what those figures are relative to you know people dying from other causes why is a death from a virus more significant than a death from a heart attack from cancer from if we're saying that it's only happening in people with compromised immune systems then it's just as self-inflicted as cancer heart disease you know diabetes complications um, dementia etc if you look at them as preventable diseases if you look at the work of someone like uh, Bruce Lipton and there 's lots of doctors out there, functional medicine doctors, etc, who will say that you know ninety to ninety five percent of what people are dying for are lifestyle related and not actually you know it 's not due to genetics it 's it's just poor you know, environment. the cells are in, a, in an environment where they don 't function very well we 're all going to die no one 's getting out of this alive as far as the physical body goes so there 's no question of that it 's just a question of how we live before that time and to what degree we allow ourselves to be uh, dominated by someone who assumes authority um you know who is this authority this global authority that's reigning over us uh, at the moment that's imposing the same rules everywhere under the you know illusion of domestic governments what is actually going on here because health is not you know health has clearly not been a priority for our governments for a very very long time they spend a lot of money on health but that's just tax money going into private systems you know that's not uh it 's not preventative health, you know if you look at the figures or all of that stuff, like this has been something that i 've been interested in since I went to university. I just looked at the numbers and said, "Well, this is ridiculous. If they wanted to improve global health it 's actually not complex at all. You just put you know education around nutrition you, you make better food available uh, more cheaply, and you continually encourage people to get stronger, strength is the best uh, medicine, better than anything out there. Um, if you can, you know, get a decent level of muscle mass that's going to help you to control your blood sugar much more effectively, um, and yeah, it's, you know, strength is correlated with longevity better than any marker that you can get as far as I'm aware. Um, coronary artery calcium is probably not a bad one. Most of the crap that people are worrying about in their blood measures, etc., cetera, doesn't check out. If you actually get into, you know, learning from functional medicine doctors and longevity experts, Um People who really care about health, rather than people who are focused on, um, you know, disease or whatever they're focused on, but there are people out there who who want to see people thrive, um, not just survive, and you know that's definitely a place to to look. You know, strength is is at the heart of of health. Uh, muscle mass is at the heart of health. Doctor Gabriel Lyon, super expensive private doctor working with military. Um, Personnel and and sort of you know wealthy people. Dr. Gabriel Lyon, a doctor in longevity, uh, she says that muscle is the organ of longevity, and she's a qualified, practicing doctor. She says that it's a it's the organ of longevity, right? So, why aren't we being told? Hey, while you're at home with all this thing going on, get strong. Why why aren't we getting you know push up bars and chin up bars distributed? Why why isn't there production of that happening? I'm sure that can happen. Uh, without uh, interfering with any of the other regulations etc there's nothing really happening to actually improve people's health or encourage health there's a lot of fear mongering and you know very little else at the same time the the economy is getting tanked right so reckless positivity which i started with this reckless positivity is like well when things go back to normal i'm going to do xyz don't plan on that and and you know for me that's reckless positivity because the plan isn't that things go back to normal the plan from the people that you know we're listening to at the moment is that this is the new normal and i don't accept that but at the same time i'm not saying that i'm going to have 100% autonomy to decide what the world looks like after this you know it's going to be the global psychology you know how how are we going to be affected and what to what degree are we going to accept the imposition of more rules we accepted everything after uh september 11 every time you go to the airport you experience the consequences of september 11 taking your shoes off and tipping your water out and all of this junk that happens because apparently something happened there there's questions about who did what and and what the motivations of those people were But the fallout of that, there's no question about, you know, the the consequences of that live on. This is September 11 times a million. Like this is a million times bigger than September 11 because everyone's affected. It's not just a a one-off event. So how are you going to come out of this thing? What are you going to do? My advice is to continue to improve yourself. You know, that's the one hedge. If you listen to Ray Dalio, Principles, I has some great stuff on YouTube. It's it's part of our real movement education, is to learn from Ray Dalio, and you know he, he talks about the best insurance is just to get better. If you're really really good at something, and you're getting better, then that's that's your best insurance. So for now, the best thing you can do is to educate yourself, and don't just educate yourself in one specific thing in my opinion if you just try to overly specialize and all you know about is fine wines it's not going to help at this time you need to know about fine wines and how to use social media or and how to you know do network marketing or and something else like there needs to be an output to what you're doing there right so this is the focus right now what, you know? Don't plan Don't plan on like, okay, when everything goes back to normal, this is what I'm going to do. Just live from now. Live from, okay, this is the situation right now. This is what I can do if it happens to be, and you know, specifically for gym owners who I speak to a lot, if it happens to be that you don't get to open your gym again, what are you going to do? You know, if this goes for 24 months, what are you going to do? You could be making more money with no overheads, so helping more people, and you could have fun with it. You know, find the way that's fun for you, help people at the moment you can still do one-on-one. It's likely that the ability to do one-on-one work will, will most likely return. Group training, I wouldn't I wouldn't be banking on that. I wouldn't bank my future on it. For sure if it happens to be that, you know, we get some um change in world government, for sure. But if the world government stays as it is right now, it doesn't look like group training is happening again anytime soon. So plan you know make a plan if you don't have assets like land or a house that you own outright if you owe anything to the bank right now on a property land etc it's in it's in danger right it's in danger I'm really glad that I sold up last year I would consider your options around those things and you and you might think oh you know this is doom and gloom like where's the positivity in this just you know. Go and run some numbers. Like, look at the explosion in unemployment, and the government printing money does not that's that's not going to be the solution to this. Like, that's that's not the answer. People need to get back out and work, but right now that's not happening. So, what's you know, what are the alternatives? Consider the value of your assets. Do you actually own anything? Because if the bank owns your house and you own part of that you don't really you know you you could be in for some for some different times ahead uh it's just tough it is tough but superannuation you know having a mortgage on a home you, you're in trouble like there's there's trouble there the things that are real assets if you can you know as far as i understand this stuff things like mm, well precious metals Have always been. That's always been currency. Land. If you own land at the moment, that is something that is a concrete asset. If you do own your house outright or an apartment outright, etc., I would consider that an asset. Having equity in something or owning a part of something and the rest being owned by the bank is not. It's not a good position to be in. In my understanding of what's going on at the moment, other things like um, cryptocurrencies. You know, it's a highly volatile thing. Some people love it and think that it's going to explode in the positive way. Some people think that it's a it's a bunch of junk and it's going to disappear. But for right now, you know, that's a place where it's an asset. Shares <laughs> is, is, a, is, you know, a funky place to be in bonds and all those sorts of things. Uh, very, very funky place to be at the moment. And I would advise getting into the work of someone like Mike Maloney, um, do your research on was the market actually you know what was it in a good way because people were working or was it already set to collapse because i've been listening to people say that the market is is has completely lost its mind for years you know the last 2 3 years people are saying like this has to collapse and what's happening now is exactly what they predicted they just didn't predict it was going to come on the back of you know some kind of uh other distraction, right? So, if you read Shock Doctrine by Naomi Klein, you'll understand a little bit more about what's going on at the moment as well. It's just uh, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. If it was about health, you know, do the numbers. Do the numbers. The numbers are still ridiculous, and the numbers may grow. And I'm. S- it's still very unlikely that you know those numbers are going to be very trustworthy, and and the actions that have taken can can possibly be justified. If you just look at it purely for the numbers of human life, death, you know where our energy is going, etc., we're all going to die. It's so what happens before that. You know that's the question, and so look at it. You know, and zoom out for a second. Have have you know get some other perspectives? Don't just listen to the government perspective on what's going to happen. Don't just put your hand out and 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 hope that. Everything's gonna be fine. You know, they got they're gonna come up with a vaccine and the government's gonna pay you money ongoing and everything's gonna be fine. Or you're gonna take a, a loan from the government, or you're gonna take a loan from the bank, you're gonna defer your mortgage payments, etc. Like I wouldn't be looking at those solutions. I'm personally I'm not looking at those solutions. Um, my advice is, you know, to myself is look at what you can you can control and, and take actions around those things. Um definitely for me at the moment it's a time to build business right now people still have money right now people don't understand that the economy is about you know it's going through a massive massive change there's never been an explosion like this in unemployment and it's very 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 unlikely from my understanding to to go back to low unemployment anytime soon so quality of life it looks like it's it's about to change uh, for a long time and you know the, there's probably ways that things could be done to decrease that but at the moment all the energy is is going towards a complete you know complete restructure of society a complete collapse and you can listen to economic experts again who am I to talk about any of this I'm just listening to economic experts and weighing up one guy's view and another guy's view and um, you know that's that's pretty much how knowledge is accumulated across humanity across society like whether you actually get a degree for it or not it's it's you know the degree is i studied a bunch of these people's stuff and i can synthesize it into written word and someone says that written word has some value right that's what a degree is you, you regurgitate a bunch of stuff that you read in textbooks and what you see in lectures and then they say yeah this guy knows about this stuff now whether you actually knew about it or you know you cheated on the paper or whatever who knows but being able to listen to a bunch of people's voices and synthesize into voice is actually what's happening in the 21st century. So universities are obsolete, getting a university education, you know, all all the money that's going into that, that time is is all but done. What's next? You know, the new business opportunities are in networks. The new business opportunities are in networks. You need to grow your networks. If you're well connected right now to to people who are doing great things, to people who have projects, to people who have businesses, to people who are making things happen, then you're in a good place. If you're trying to do things on your own right now, you're not in a good place. If you're trying to rely on a traditional education that someone else is going to value that traditional education, you're not in a good place. Like I'm employing people at the moment, I've employed a bunch of people recently. Not once do I ask, you know, what your degree is. Sometimes they'll tell me, you know, do you have a university education? Um. Actually, that's a lie. I did ask a guy the other day, in, uh, a Hungarian guy I was interviewing. Uh, sorry, Bulgarian he was. I, I asked, you know, do you have a degree? And, you know, what did you study? Because he was doing, like, copywriting stuff. And I was like, yeah, what, what did you study? And it's interesting to know what people were interested in. He was 23 or something, so he's only just finished his university. It's a, it's, it's not like it's not a point of interest. It's not like it's completely useless. But... You know, I know people have PhDs, in, you know, what is it? Poor, poor, hopeless and desperate. I think is what uh, Robert Kiyosaki calls PhD. Poor, hopeless and desperate. Like it's, I sadly, you know, there are guys there, very close, you know, close enough to me at the moment. Who that's what their PhD means, and it's it's not how it should be. But it's just they didn't get the right education. They invested hundreds of thousands of dollars but they, they got conned, you know, they got conned. They didn't get taught how to make money. They didn't get taught how to help people to a, to a big enough extent that it's easy for them to go and make money because if you're very useful, then, you, you know, that's always going to be insurance. Like there's always going to be money in that. Right now, you want to have practical skills. You want to be able to fix things, make things, like so build. Um, those practical skills, I think, are going to come back around if you look at what happened in the Great Depression in the past, Sadly, you know, that's, that's what we're looking at. The other side, you know, for the, for the moment, right now, the opportunity is, you know, a digital existence. So how do you optimize your digital experience? Like it's all about networks. Who are you connected to? What do you know? What can you express? If you can keep getting better at that, the world is wide open for you. You might think, well, I can't speak. We'll write. If you think I can't write, we'll take photos. If you think I can't take photos, you got to learn something, right? Take something on. Do you want to be a salesperson? Do you want to write copy? Do you want to do education content? The salesperson is the person who's going to get paid well because they bring the money into the business and that's the lifeblood of the business. Sales is the lifeblood. The education side of things is very important and backing up the product. And you know we're working super hard on both sides of the equation of that with Real Movement. We have world-class you know, educators, etc., But there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of knowledge and they just can't get it across. They can't get anyone to look at it and therefore it's not valuable. It doesn't help anyone and they can't make any money from it. So, you know, they're really in a bad situation. Make a new business. That would be my advice to you. I'm still a huge fan of network marketing. You know, people criticize me heavily for it. Network marketing is one of the best ways to learn about business, to learn about yourself. You get educated in business. You have a whole team of people around you who want you to do well. In Real Movement, there is no you know, team of people around me outside of my business who want me to do well. I have customers. You know, Some of them are raving fans and they really help out a lot. I have staff and some of them are you know as invested as I am in, in Real Movement or, or close enough to it. But initially, you're not really going to have staff and you're not really going to have Massive amounts of raving fans, so it's gonna be you. So you know when you start with network marketing, you learn about sales, you learn about your own you know mental weaknesses uh, and skills that you need to improve. And you don't have to worry so much about product delivery because the the company delivers the the product for you, and you know you make profit based on how much you know how much impact you have on their company. If you help to shift a lot of product, then you make a lot of money. If you don't help to shift a lot of product, you don't make a lot of money. Now you can do this through affiliate type stuff as well. All right. So if you have a decent audience, if you get if you have some respect from people, then recommending products that you like. Like if you like red light therapy, and not many people know about that yet, you can get the word out on that and you can make some some decent money. If you know about hydrogen therapy and you can find a product that you can affiliate with and you want to get the word out on hydrogen therapy, then you know you can make that happen. Right now I've there are so many business opportunities that I would love to explore. I just don't have the time to be able to do everything that is there in front of me, as far as business opportunities go. And it's really hard to find someone who has some skills, who wants to go all in on something that has work ethic, that would you know is smart enough to say, look, I'll give you a percentage of this, just to help make it happen for me, um, or even just offer, you know, and on every sale that you make, you get X. There, you know, there's there's so much opportunity right now for people who want to do those sorts of things um but often you know people just waiting for opportunities they won't set their goals they have ideas but they won't take action Um, and it's a sad state so you need push you need help to execute and that's why real movement is about the execution as well as the education like we we actually constantly encouraging you to take the next step with building your audience, with getting your podcast online, with doing YouTube, with whatever it is. We're not telling you to do all of those things, but we're saying whatever it is that you know that you need to do, you know, do that thing. Do that thing. Do it better. Um just keep overcoming the hurdles. Did it work? You know, what's next? We're not going to prescribe you an exact path because there is no exact path. Anyone who tells you they know the exact path for what to do right now, if your gym's just closed, nobody knows exactly what the best thing to do right now is. But if you're going after it every day, if you're putting your ideas out there, if you're really putting your whole heart into serving people, then you will come out of this fine. You know, you'll come out of this okay. The market's not gonna stay the same. If you're just hoping like, oh, my members are loyal, they'll hold on. They won't, It's that's not happening. Unless, you know, unless the numbers are, I'm drastically wrong. Things are gonna change for every consumer the reality is is changing when most people aren't very aware of it right now but the reality is changing so you know be adaptable be changing in that process and uh you know there could be some good stuff on the other side that's all I got for you today i want you to consider what's going on is this about health is this about health and how are you reacting to it do you actually have any assets, or do you actually have you have nothing when you when you you know look at what the bank actually owns and you owe and et cetera? Do you actually have anything in terms of assets? How could you be positioned better? What's your plan? Yeah. I want you to consider that. I may not know you, but I want you to you know I want you to have a good future. I want you to explore the opportunities that are there for us in the world today. so if I can help you do that, reach out if you're already part of real movement super grateful, you know, to have the opportunity to work with you. I'm excited for what we're creating together as a global network. Um, The way that you guys help each other out, the way that you give me the opportunity to help you accelerate your journey. This is what I live for. The connection with ATG. ATG online is just going from, you know, strength to strength. The program gets better every day. Um, It's such a joy and blessing to be connected with, you know, Ben Patrick and the whole team at, at ATG. If you want a part of that energy, you know, Make the call, make the call for for many years. I invested lots and lots of money in education, and I still you know still do and that 's the reason why i 've been able to to make some good money and to help other people to you know have income beyond what they would have otherwise been able to achieve so take these steps, take these actions, whatever it occurs to you what 's your next step if you 're listening to this. Hopefully you've written some stuff down and you know exactly what your next step is. I'd love to hear your next step. I'm not talking for the sake of my own talking here. I'm talking because I'd love for somebody to come out the other side of this podcast with more clarity about what's actually going on and what their plan is for the future. If you got that, send me a message. Talk to you soon. Keegan Smith, Keegan Smith Experience.